What? Not yet. We're going to turn that on in a second. Can we do episode 87? Yeah. Of Just Because? The Human Experience Podcast. I thought you were going to fill in the blanks there. You did not. No, we're not going to turn that on. Sorry, this is late. Baby Lobo was sick. Still kind of is sick. I think because he smokes too much. Episode 87, my guests were Ivan Zovko and Amir Hakim? Amir Thomer. It's one of those people. Just just work with me here. We talked about stand-up comedy, and I wanted them on because they're they're working really hard at it, and I wanted to pick their brains about forming a joke and performing because it's very different from acting or dancing, which I do. That's weird. Um, gosh, the um, the um has returned. It never left. I wanted to pick their brains about their journey so far in stand-up comedy. And a little bit, kind of, sort of, because I'm thinking about trying it out. And they're very encouraging, they're very kind, and I really appreciated their time. And then at the end, we fantasy drafted our favorite stand-up comedians of all the times. If you want to, find them on the social media. You can find Amir at Jimmy Lozenthorn. I'm going to have to spell that one. So J-I-M-M-Y-L-A-W-S-E-N-T-H-O-R-N. Thanks, Amir. You, that's on Instagram. And then Twitter for Yvonne is Yvonne the Greatest. And yes, that's I-V-A-N-D-A Greatest. Yvonne the Greatest. Do you want to say anything else? You don't want to say anything else? No. You don't want to say taco sauce? Roasted on. Okay. I feel like this is gonna be comedy gold. Oh yeah. <laughs> nope, you're too close now. <laughs> yeah, check this out. Guys. Just tastes just crunching the microphone. You're a little oh, louder than I thought. Oh, this is so good. Oh, this, oh. Is, oh, this is delicious. Now. Do you want a piece of fat? <laughs> this is not airing. <laughs> this, is, this is not airing. This is key staying here. Okay. All right. You want a gristle? This is All right. Fat. You scoot back. All right. Good. Okay. How are you all doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing well. I'm, I'm here with um. Amir and Ivan. Ivan? Ivan. Ivan. Ivan? Ivan. Ivan. No, hold on. Ivan? Yeah. Ivan. Ivan. People keep doing this to me, and I do not under- hear the difference. I don't either. I, it's Ivan. Yeah. Ivan, yeah. Ivan. Yeah. It's like with an E instead of an I. And <laughs> that's what you said, yeah. Evan. Sure. No. Evie. No. Evie. <laughs> Evie. You are Evie. I am Ivan, yes. And um, Amir? Uh, hey. You Amir. Are- Amir. Amir. <laughs> Amir. If we're gonna if we're gonna pronounce, gonna pronounce it correctly, let's pronounce it correctly. That way it's people. Amir. Amir. Yeah. Ivanor. Amir. <laughs> Michael. <laughs> A lot Smart. more R's than they're actually in <laughs> like with names. Good job, no career for you. Yeah. <laughs> you're, 
before you start. No, um, <laughs> you were here um, June in 2017 was your last episode, Amir. Yep. 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 And then this is your first one. This is my first one. Hey, thank you for being here. Yes. All right. Well, see you guys. All right. All right. Cool. Have a good one. How's your week? Um, Best and worst part of your week, please. Uh, oh. I mean, I got some lamb ready to Why eat. You yelling into the thing because I think I'm I'm too quiet. You are. Uh, you made up self-conscious. You're like you mumble. He's like, oh, I'm gonna enunciate, I'm gonna enunciate for this Dude, full three blue. hours. How was you? <laughs> I'm gonna scoot this over here. Told you. I do no editing. Um, <laughs> you got lamb. What was the event? It's a Croatian like just picnic they have and they get a bunch of Croatians in the neighborhood or in Arizona together and then they cook some lamb on a spit and uh, and a pig on a spit and all sorts of great food and then they just have a little party. Is so it Independence Day or something? Like why, why, why today? Um, because, uh, just cause. They just like to get together. Oh. Sunday. It's Sunday. Sunday. It's, it's the Sunday. last Sunday of November. We do this every last. It's like day Sunday anymore. fun day, but it's but Sunday yeah. lamb day. Lamb day. Lamb day. Ham day. It translates better in Croatian. Actually, the, that's the, a good the one. Lamb day. Lamb day. Because they have lamb, lamb and ham. Lambda. Yeah, lambda. 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 Lamb day. Lambda. Lamb day. Um, what? What is it? You said it translates better. No, I was just joking about that. Damn it. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you guys? Uh, oh, what's the, how's your week? My week has been all over the place. We I uh, got a call from our infection prevention yesterday at uh, work. Apparently somebody had like a terrorist level organism found in their body. And apparently I was there that day. And they were like, hey, just in case you're a low risk person. But, you know, uh, Here's make, some pamphlets. Sh- make sure that you don't have a fever and keep checking. I'm like, who has a thermometer? And one of the girls that works with us, she's like, I have three. I'm like, you have kids. That's yeah, why that you have kids. Yeah. You have kids. I don't. I don't have kids. I don't need a thermometer. That's true. Yeah. That was a weird segue. <laughs> Into what? <laughs> Into Mike. That, that was uh, my week. That was we my go. week. Pretty that much. That was a week. Um, I I love the rain until we got our third dog. So this is like the best and worst at the same time. Uh, she's this giant dog, uh, 40 pounds, and she's a puppy. So she has all this energy. But it rains. She doesn't give a fuck. Like, she wants to go out. And I have to go out there in the mud in the rain and try to tire her out. And then there's a baby running around the yard. Oh, uh, yeah. So it's been annoying. I, I don't enjoy the rain anymore as much as I used to, uh, where I love the rain. Uh, now I'm so, fuck, I have to tear her out. I gotta wear her out somehow. It's terrible. You're gonna look back on these memories and be like, oh, remember when I used to have to run outside? Glad I don't do that anymore. <laughs> I can't feel my legs. I just can't feel. Yes, you're in a wheelchair. It'll be the three of us in a retirement home. Um, I wanted you guys on, uh, so we could talk about stand up. Oh, sweet. Stand up. <laughs> you surprised? Really? <laughs> He's been talking about it for like a month. Hey, I want to do a stand-up comedy podcast with you guys. Is that cool? Yeah. All right. Yeah, all right. Cool. Uh, we're not talking about Croatian politics. <laughs> oh, I, I so we're talking about land today. Loki wants to talk about that. Uh, so Syria. So we pulled out. No. Um, <laughs> that was funny. No. Um, yeah. So what is? Um, just so everyone can get a footing. How long have you been doing? Stand up, what's your experience so uh, far? 
I've been doing it for about five five years. Five years, okay. About five years in stand-up. Um, how long have you been doing it? I've been doing it about off and on, maybe a year or so. Yeah. Yeah. You don't mumble as much as you used to. Well, wait till I'm nervous. Okay. <laughs> uh, wait, well, sorry. really excited. It's a mic. He, he, right. He's like, oh, he's like, here we go. Yeah, let's do this. Um, sorry, did you say a year? Uh, roughly, yeah. Uh, roughly, okay. Um, and how has your experience been in the fight and in the year? Well, I'll let you go first. Well, okay. Um, it's, good, it's, good, bad. It, well, there's always going to be good and bad in stand-up. When yeah. you start... You don't know where you're, A, you're headed. B, you don't know how to tell a joke properly. Yep. Uh, you don't know how to control the stage. You don't know how to communicate with the audience. And you're just, at that point, you're just repeating most of the, your sets, the, the same jokes over and over again until you basically have practiced and honed them. And then year two, you start to realize, you're like, okay, I know how to write a joke. I know how to set up a premise. I know how to... Um, end it with a good punch i know how to like sort of sort of talk to an audience and not be afraid of them and then your year three you're starting to develop more of your material and and your voice i guess in a, in a little weird way and you get comfortable slowly but surely but the, yeah like i said there's always like ups and downs to comedy you're gonna have people that don't like you even though you're funny and you people laugh at your stuff they don't like you personally mm-hmm. and so that's gonna like hinder your your, your progression within stand-up it's kind of clicky it's very oh, clicky. Yeah. it's very clicky it's, it's you mean with like the comedians or yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Okay. so i mean it, you'll you you want to get into it? I do I do yeah that's the other thing that's right. the other thing is I I do want to get into it so I wanted to talk to you. So guys. you you would you would fall in real well with them because you're very extroverted. You're, I'm you're slutty. You're, I didn't want to say that, okay. but you know <laughs> you know you don't have to be right. Wait a second, what? And so it's gonna be easier for you because you're you're just gonna go out all the time. You're gonna hang out with the comics. You're gonna get to know them and all that stuff. I'm the opposite. I'm an introvert. It's really hard for me to just be like okay today i'm gonna go out i'm gonna go to this show i'm gonna talk to them and hang out blah 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 it's really really hard you know like i yeah. get i it, you know what i mean I so mean, i want to give my experience on it um so like amir was saying the beginning parts are very like you're just gonna take a lot of lumps because you're still learning how to, like i know this joke is funny i've i you it's different from like what you consume to what you be able to deliver because mm. you can see you want to consume the best stuff and you feel like oh yes i know what it's like what i like i want to be able to deliver it and then you go out and deliver it, it falls flat and you're just like uh because in, in my brain in my brain it's it funny it works it, so well in my good. Brain. oh and oh, you guys are shoot. all laughing <laughs> was, and there's like 30 more people here it was yeah. a way better in my brain and then you go out there and, and you face reality and uh, you're just like oh, uh, this was a piece of turd <laughs> yeah and, but it's a good um, to kind of get, to realize that. I'm like, okay, cool. Um, now I know how that hard it is and you know how to actually develop it better. Um, some parts that are, you know, like Miro was saying, it's just kind of difficult, at least for me now, um, just to develop those relationships with other comics, mostly because I'm usually like in there and out there. Like in and out, I do my jokes and then I go out. Um, I don't spend that much time like developing the relationship with the other people and then being able to like, oh, they're doing a show. Maybe they'll invite me onto a show. So that's been like kind of a stop and go section for me where like, oh, cool, I'll do a bunch of things where these jokes, the jokes are what really excite me to go out and just try them out. Mm-hmm. 
And then once I think I got a good handle on some of those jokes, then like, okay, I'll not either make new jokes or do other things. And, and so, yeah, there's all there's so much. It's fun because there's so much new stuff going on. Um, and so that's the like, intriguing part. Like, you're, you're, you can't, you're, like when you start off, you're lost. You don't know where it's going to take you. But that's also the fun. You don't know where it's going to take you. Mm-hmm. It's an adventure. It's yeah. an adventure. Yeah. Um, being that we're all uh, 18 years old in this room, uh, what? 18 plus. Eight, sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I always forget you're a little bit older. Um, so what drew you to this specific art form? Um, being five years, being uh, a year or so, um, what, what brought you to it? Have you always followed stand-up growing up? Yeah, um, I think I remember it very distinctly is I was watching David Letterman and they had Mitch Hedberg on and yeah, it was, I thought it was the funniest thing ever because like I've grown up watching so much TV that I know all the beats and like these jokes, you know, they're funny, Yeah. but um, they don't make me laugh. And then I see this comedian who does this really weird, you yes. know, style and like the one-liners and I thought, this is the funniest thing ever. And so after that, I started, um, when I got to college, I started working at the Tempe Improv, which is actually, you know, I hear so many more comedians. And then I sort of kept a tab on that. And then after um, I had just recently left my job, so I thought, well, you know what, I have a lot more time. I think I'll just try to hit, um, try a stand-up. Why not? Give it a shot. For those of you that don't know who Mitch Hedberg is, uh, he's a great comedian, rest in peace. Uh, yeah. Look him up, he is a very odd fellow, but the jokes he delivers, they're all one-liners, they're not stories, they're just set up punchline, they're a topic, and then finish. And you're just going to be, most. If you're, once, you, once you listen, you're going to be like, this guy does drugs, which he does, which he definitely does. And did. And, um, yeah. Yeah, so when I weird. was, uh, so later we're going to, like, fantasy draft five comedians. And so, Serena and I were talking about Mitch Hedberg and how you introduced me to Mitch Hedberg. Oh, uh, so uh, good. And so she she watches a good amount of stand-up also. And so she asked, like, what what kind of comic, like, what does he do? And I said, we just have to watch it. There's, there's no way, <laughs> there's no there's way, no to, way to explain. And, um, yeah, she was, she was laughing a lot, uh, giggling at some. Um, but... It is such a strange, but we'll get into everybody. But so then, what what drew you into it? Uh, so I've always watched. Do you guys remember Stand Up uh, or um, Last Comic Standing? Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> I started watching Last Comic Standing when I was a little kid, and my friend and I got you know into it because he was the only other person that liked stand up as much as I did. Because I, I I loved like The Simpsons and yeah. Prince and like. A lot of different fresh prints, not prints. I I had to make sure that I was here. Fresh prints. Prints hilarious. Oh my god. He goes, (laughs) and then he just like tells a joke out. No. Layups. Fresh prints. And I I just love stand up comedy because it just, you know, kept me sane for a lot of years. And I remember doing uh, DECA. Uh, it was a uh, business class, and we would have to present in front of the, co- the whole class. And I was afraid. Like, I was really afraid to get up there. And I remember one of, one of the kids, uh, he went up there, and he did his, his little thing, and he added jokes in there. And I was like, why didn't I do that? Oh, yeah, I'm an idiot. Like, I could tell some jokes and make people laugh. And for years, that it just, like, 
were in the back was in the back of my mind and I went to college and people were like dude you're really funny why don't you try stand up I'm like that's stand up and being funny is totally different beasts yes, they are different they're totally oh, different is. beasts yeah. and they fucking are alright if they you think are. you're funny and you're gonna go on stage and recreate whatever the hell you were talking about with your no. three friends oh you're gonna eat so much so much dick on stage and it's yeah. just oh it's gonna hurt and I'm <sighs> It hurts, it hurts, it hurts. <laughs> <laughs> it happened to me multiple times. Yeah. But then, yeah, I was like, you know what? I went and saw one of my friends. He did stand-up, and I was like, I'm, I'm going to give it a try. And yeah. uh, here we are. Yeah. What? Can you share um, a joke that you you thought was funny, right? And you do it the first time or first couple times, and then it, it fell flat. And then you worked on it and worked on it and worked on it. And then you finally said it. And it was great. I got to look into my notes. Um, well, I did. I, see, here's the thing. I don't look at a joke. I look at sets. Oh, okay. So, like, I, I like the performance itself. So, at year three, I was struggling. I was still struggling. I Was it year three or year two? Anyway, I was really struggling with comedy. I wasn't honing the joke structure really well. And I developed a character. His name is Jimmy. Jimmy is like the oddest character I've ever thought of. And like, I, I have some yeah. odd characters, but this guy was really weird. Like, he tells really shitty jokes uh -huh. that you think that he thinks are really funny, but they're not funny at all. Yeah. And the reason why I did that was because I needed to get comfortable with bombing. Even even at mm. year two, you're still like when you bomb, you're it you, like it hits you, and you're like, man, what what. What did I do wrong this time? And you're just like mulling it over in your head and it gets it gets to you. It, yeah. it really gets to you. And so I needed to get comfortable with bombing and so I would write terrible jokes on purpose. Oh. So that they would suck no matter what. And then when I would go up there, I would bomb and I'd be like, ah, whatever. But I got so good at telling shitty jokes that I would make the crowd laugh with yeah. really shitty fucking jokes that shouldn't work at all, like uh, at all. You want one? You want to hear one? Yeah, I would, yeah. Okay, just one. I'll, I'll tell you two because then you get the idea of who Jimmy is. Um, all right, hold on, let me let me get into his oh character. My God, this is so much build up on <laughs> I this. I this. this. Um, I've always liked. Uh, I've always wanted to be a mime. But I'm claustrophobic. God damn it. <laughs> I like that old saying. Killing two birds. So you get what I'm trying to yeah. say. They're yeah. horrible. But, it, like, it but it, no, yeah, that's yeah. funny to me. Yeah, that's yeah, awesome. To, to some. But yeah. like, imagine at first you're just telling them, just say it. But you're not acting it out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Horrible. That's pretty. They are, but it's so great. Um, I never ha was able to get a bad joke to turn well. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, so I only perfect. write good jokes. No, no, no. no. I, You're like not. Applicable. No, I still go out there and I tell my bad jokes. Like, no, it's gonna work this time. <laughs> it's like, still haven't worked. <laughs> like, Dude, it's like it's like slowly. It's like a weird, like no, yeah, slightly you crazy. Get, you get like kind of like, oh no, I want this one to work. Like uh, I showed the my set, and uh -huh. I had my first joke is I have this nickname. It's Nick, 
And that's the joke. It's stupid. It, took me, it seriously took me two days to get it because I, I was trying to think of like, what, what notes could I give him? It's like, that first one, I hate that one. Truly go by a nickname like Nick. I was like, I don't get it. What is he to? Oh, damn it. And that's what I was like. Yeah, took you two should. days? Well, because I, so I, I think, and I still thank you for asking me, but um, like if you said other Nick names, right, yeah. like Nicholas, Nicky, like Nikki. then I Oh, Saint Nicholas, yeah. um, Nikolai. Yeah. yeah, you could have, you could have Klaus, Klaus. Uh, emphasized Nick name. Right, yeah, another, yeah. So anyway, so we're still working on that. So it's a workshop in that. <laughs> but I'm gonna tell it as many times I'm as possible. I keep saying I'm just gonna research so many Nick. Dude, no, I get it. I get it. When I first started, I had one joke about a Rubik's cube that I always wanted. Uh, women are like Rubik's cubes, and I always wanted that to work in my mind. It's a hilarious joke, but out loud, it's oh shit. It's so garbage. It's, hard. Uh-huh. it's, it's hard so garbage. I don't even want to. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. If yeah. you don't, I'm not even going to No, it's okay. It. Yeah. Um, what, uh, with, do your families know you do stand-up? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Not my parents, because I don't think I can understand the concept to them. Um, but my siblings do. Mm. And what do they think? Like, people close to you? Um, they always want to go to shows, but... Never go? Well, no, 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 because no. like, I, I don't really invite them. This <laughs> the other way around, because I don't know. Whenever I go on, I feel like I have different group of friends. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, my family I interacted with them a certain way, but then you know, comedy stuff I want to interact a different way. And yeah. then also a lot of my jokes are just about my dad, and they they know the stories already. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's yeah. like, have I heard this thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, they did go one time when I just. Like the first time I ever going and tried doing it, and I told one joke that lasted five minutes. Oof. And that was the whole point. It was just like oof. a shaggy dog story that went forever. Oh, uh, yeah, no. Yeah, that's why I said oof. I know. And literally after I told the punchline, the whole crowd went, ah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, I have that yeah. too. Everybody has their really long set that right. has no payoff. Oh, no, that was all. Oh, yeah, I loved it. Um, so they saw that. Yeah. They saw that show. Yeah. And I think they're good for now. <laughs> <laughs> like, don't invite us to another yeah, one. Yeah. So you got it's hard. Show, right? It's really hard. Yeah. How about um, people close to you? Your partner, too. Um, she's been to a couple of shows of mine. Um, my my mom knows. My dad doesn't know but I'm, uh, that I do stand-up. Yeah, no. My mom seen some of my sets. And, we're, and then she, like, because a, a lot of some of my jokes talk about her because you know yeah. my, my whole life has just been me and my mom and uh so i i have a couple of jokes there and then she she I this was in iraq and i show i showed her the clip in front or i was showing the clip to my cousins and they're like oh this is really funny blah 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 and then she was like what are you guys doing and she was like watching the mere do stand up and then she heard it and she was like i would never say a thing about your wife like that and i'm like you did you you actually did that's why i put it in the joke yeah. Oh man, yeah. So that, and your partner is supportive of it, or just supportive of you? She's supportive of me, I guess. Okay. Not really of the comedy. She says things like, "Hey, like anytime I have a bad set, she's like, hey, you can always quit." <laughs> <laughs> this doesn't have to be the end all be all. She supports me in my endeavors. It's just, yeah, she doesn't find me funny. Yeah. At all. Oh, shit. At all. She'd be like, like I'll tell her a joke sometimes, and she'd be like, "Okay, what's, what's the funny thing?" 
I'm like, yeah. then the, the end uh, where I stop I, talking. That's, yeah. that's so funny. But no, actually, I think that's kind of helpful sometimes. Because then somebody just, you know, like fake laughing at everything. Because it's like, no, this is how it's going to be. Like, you want to deliver the best things, exactly. not just like... Haha, ha, funny. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. actual. It, she makes me work for for jokes. Anytime I like, I, I actually make her laugh. I'm like, okay, that's a good job, right? Yeah. yeah. She she went haha ha, chuckled. Right. And then she'd be like, yeah, that's good. So that's oh. that's how I know. Yeah. Yeah. What uh, can you talk about the places, um, you guys have performed at? What's really a, a place that stood out in your mind? Maybe your interaction with the crowd. We we saw you, Amir, at a... Oh, my God. What was that place? Satellite. Yeah. And um, there's a point, because I I think you posted, and I, I knew the jokes a little bit when you were going, and then I I noticed you stumbled, but then you got the crowd back, like, 10 seconds later, and it was so fucking cool. Um, it, can, yeah. It's kind of sometimes part of it, you know? Yeah, you yeah. Make, you make them... So, because you you say them so many times, the jokes over and over again at different places and different crowds, and uh, you want to make it look natural, you know? Yeah, what I mean? yeah. So you when you when I like when you said I stumbled, it I, right? Yeah, I didn't. I, yeah, I, I didn't know another word to call it, but yeah. No, no, no. It, it's good because it's like I said, like sometimes uh, on the spot, like I, I want to add something, something that yes. comes to me, and right. I'm like, yeah, I, I'm going to insert it. Like a lot of times, one of my jokes goes from okay joke to oh hey this is a good joke now because i thought of something on the spot and i added to it to the set yeah yeah and i love crowd work so that's what you guys yeah 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 yeah. that's pretty awesome what what you did um but could you guys share yeah some places you've performed at that that you really enjoy or just like completely sucked um i have three places i want the first one was when i did um I did like new faces thing at Tempe Improv. That was the very first time I actually went up on stage Ooh. just to try it, and that's when I told the really long joke. Yeah. And so it was kind of like with your your uh, gym bit where it's like I purposely want to do bad, but I want to be able to you know like actually get up there, kind of get some confidence, just to be able to yeah. handle the mic and do all those things. So I did that one. That went over great in my head. <laughs> <laughs> because I hit, See, you're a comedian. I hit, you're, you're, you're I hit all the notes I wanted to hit, um, and all my friends were there because yeah, it was a bringer show. Yeah. Um, for those of you unfamiliar, what's a, yeah, what's a bringer show is where you have to bring in people to, for um, the audience, okay. or you won't be able, or you won't be able to perform. How and many people do you need? Ten to? people to come. Shit. Well, yeah. this is the idea though. So if you bring in ten people and there's like ten comics, that's like a hundred people in the audience okay. right there. Yeah. So you have a full place. And everyone's there to you know support you, so it's uh, fun for like one time kind of thing. I wouldn't constantly do it because people get sick of it. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but that was a great mm. first experience. Uh, the second one I want to talk about is when I used to go to this place called um, Third Space, and it was just this like real just bar, divey bar sort of situation. But it was great because. You know, there's a couple people there, everyone's really friendly, and you go up there and just places just to try it out, and if you mess up or do anything bad, no one really cared, and it was like, it was a place to, you know, just work on your craft. I really enjoyed going there, I really enjoyed the people there. Um, that's when I first started actually trying to get into it more. And then this place recently, when I went to um, Tempe Center of the Arts, most of the places I've been to were just um, houses full of other comedians. And they don't laugh the same way as like an actual yeah. audience laughs. Uh-huh. Uh, so when I went to Tempe Center of the Arts and I actually had a show in front of actual audience, 
it was it was like I was on steroids because because <laughs> to make other comedians laugh is very tough because no one's paying attention and everyone already kind of knows where you're going with it because they're already like looking at it. Mm-hmm. But when you're doing it with the actual audience, they haven't thought about comedy. They haven't known all the ins and outs, so they're there. It's the first time they hear it, and everyone like enjoys the show. Yeah. <laughs> It, see, it's it's different. It's different. Like you, when you saw me uh, tell uh, jokes at Stand Up Live, it's different than at a dive bar. At, at a dive bar, you have to like command the room. You have to yeah. like you have to like bring them into your little shitty world. You gotta show them what the hell you're talking about because they're not there to listen to you talk about yeah. crap. They're there to drink their problems away or whatever the hell they're doing over there. Mm-hmm. And so you have to in, not. I don't want to say engage with them. You have to like persuade them with whatever you're talking about. Yeah. So it's harder to get them to laugh. Like uh, Yvonne said, it's really hard for to tell to make a comic laugh because you because they like he said he know they know the ins and outs of a joke. It's like yeah. okay, you're gonna go this way, or you're gonna go this way or that way. Uh, but sometimes you have to go a third route or a fourth route to even make them laugh. Right. Yeah, and so they're not gonna be paying attention. You have to like. Uh, get their attention but like Tempe the Center Center of the Arts that it's not even a steroid it's crack bro yeah. <laughs> it's, it's so easy cause yeah. it's like like fishing in a barrel that's all it is yeah yeah what are some what are other spaces that you've been to Actually, that you enjoyed or didn't enjoy I got a story about third space I got banned from that place oh I believe it I got <laughs> what the hell I don't know just... what I said or did but I pissed off the the the, the host of that show and and she just never <laughs> talks to me ever. She like blocked me on Facebook and I was just like, what did I do? I do I do a lot of dumb shit, but what did I do? Like you know how you want to know, but I still don't know. Oh, how weird. Yeah, that's not uh, constructive at all. No, it, it wasn't. It wasn't at all. Um, there used to be this one place that uh, that helped me like grow. It was called Stand Up Scottsdale. Okay. I miss that place a lot. Did it close? Yeah, it closed. Oh shit. Uh, do you do you guys know uh, Bar Rescue? Yeah, yeah. Uh, the show where the guy goes around yeah, yeah. Oh. people. Yeah. Hell's Kitchen. No, no, it's kind. Of, oh. Yeah, it's faker. It's faker. It's fa- it's, oh, okay. So I love it. <laughs> uh, so the guy Taffrey, John Taffrey, yeah, yeah, he showed up to uh, Stand Up Scottsdale. Uh, Howard, I'm not sure if you saw the episode with Howard Hughes. I don't know. No, okay. So uh, they showed up over there and they like did a bunch of remodeling and all that crap. Anyway, uh, that place used to be one of my favorite spots because it it like helped nurture comics and mm-hmm. it was a really nice room it felt like an LA room you know it's, it felt like the comedy store or uh, the laugh factory but then it kind of just like he, he mismanaged it and it kind of went under I miss that place that sucks, yeah, yeah um, my first room was uh, the ice house mm. Do you, you know where uh, the Walmart on Arcadia is uh yeah you know the ice yeah yeah, you know the ice ice rink yeah there's a bar that's attached to the ice rink oh really yeah i did not know that and they used to have a mic and that was my first mic i missed that room a lot so you would be telling your jokes and then a hockey puck would hit the window and you're like "Ah." (laughs) i mean you're like so about i guess i guess they didn't really like that one (laughs) so he didn't like that angel joke all right (laughs) anal beats um it's so come on guys, it's Sunday. No, um <laughs> it's, it's the Lord's time. It's the Lord's. Um 
was going to... Oh, so... So this is also like a backhanded, like, I want them to talk me into doing it. But, um... Do it. I do it. No, do so, it. No, here, hold on now. Hold on. Hold your horses okay, there. Holding you. Hold all the horses. <laughs> um, which way do I want to go first? So with acting, right, which I've, I've, did, I've done for a really long time, people are there purposely to see you act, right? The, when you guys were talking about the dive bars and people are there and there just happens to be a mic and you're, you need to... That, that doesn't make sense to me. Like oh, even yeah. when we would do stroll competitions or dance competitions, people are there purposely to watch you. My self-esteem is... I, just to be like, come on guys, listen to me, please. It, that's, so, that's so foreign to me as, a, as a, what I've performed in. Mm-hmm. So that's something I'll definitely need to get used to is to not take really a... I don't think you would take offense to that, right? If, if they're may, not there for you, yeah. really, it's... I mean, um, yeah. It makes you stronger, though. Oh, yeah, yeah sure. And, and, and even just, like this, um, when you rehearse, think of it like rehearsing. Like, mm-hmm. that's what the mm-hmm. open mics are, is the rehearsals. Yeah. As you just trying to get it down better and better, um, it just so happens that there are other people there that might hear you. Mm-hmm. And you want like them the to hear you. Yeah. You want them oh, to yes. hear you. Yeah. 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 You want them to stop mopping or whatever the hell they're doing, and then they just like look at you and go, "Hey, this guy is interesting. This guy's yeah. saying some stuff that I want to hear." Or, yeah. yeah. He is funny. Yeah. 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 And the thing I I love about stand up, like if it's if it's done well and it's genuine, is it's you, right? With yeah. with acting, you take a you find a piece of you to connect to the character that someone else wrote. Mm-hmm. They made up this world. I'm just the vessel to carry it but this is me now right that i need to present to you to hopefully get you to laugh yes and no oh yeah yeah so it's you you you're you but you're sometimes it's uh, over exaggerated yeah right sometimes it's an over exaggerated you within with what emotion you're trying to convey and sometimes it's you're trying to un- underplay something. But I think the bigger thing you're trying to think of is the fact that this is this is only you. It's not just somebody else's work that you're portraying. This is all you. So mm-hmm. if they don't like it, if it they don't felt like, like you the shit I that came that up you've with. created. Yeah. Which is another way you guys deal with that. Yeah. And yeah, that's yeah. and that's the thing. He's like, all right, I have to take these hits, take these lumps, and then go on from there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's it's a scary thing, and I'm not gonna lie, but yeah. it's also pretty cool. Yeah, nothing happens. Yeah, nothing. Yeah, like I mean, if you bomb your first time or your first hundred times, I mean, you nothing happens. Wouldn't you, that suck that if every time you bombed, someone on the other side of the world died? <laughs> wow, why did you go so dark, right? <laughs> so fast, just because you said nothing happens. I was like, what's the worst, worst thing, thing that can happen? <laughs> Would, would genocide. Stand, genocide is worse. Than... Like how many times? How many people have we killed? Um, uh, yeah. uh, and the other thing, um, so Serena doesn't. <laughs> what I asked about, like your partner, um, or even your your partner. What does your partner think of it? Um, I don't. Again, like this is sort of like different scenarios. Like I keep mm. these people kind of separate. I still give. Um, I still give my girlfriend like just a rough idea of all the things I do. But one, um, she lives in Vegas right now, so it's not like I'm going to invite her to see a right. show. Yeah. Although on the first, like one of her first days, I did invite her to the um, two-thirds space, but the problem was the open mic was so crowded that they had other, um, it was like variety act, so it was open mics, 
Yeah, um, the show. Yeah, open mics, um, uh, musicians, and poetry. And so what I did is I turned all my jokes into poems. And I told them, <laughs> I just recited poetry. <laughs> yeah. That's what I did. So she saw that. Um, but other than that, though, um, in a general sense, is I don't want to make it a burden on other people mm-hmm. to, like, try to, like, force people to come. Yeah. I just want to be like, hey, I just want to work on this and then kind of on my own time. And then hopefully it gets good and good enough where people want to come and see it. Yeah. 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 Um, oh, but what I was saying with Serena is um, she knows how much I love it and she knows how much I get into something when I do some like acting, podcasting. Right. Um, and there's a, there's a thing and you guys kind of, you guys touched on it earlier. There's a, there's a science to it or there's a articulation to how to put a joke together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when, when I'm acting and I took all these classes and I was in these uh, productions, you start to dissect that. So now when I watch a movie, it's almost not fun for me to watch a movie. It's, it's work. And I, I still love it. Right. And I, I look at it differently than how someone else who may not know techniques of acting and whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, so she said, I wonder if that would kill your, or like change your love for stand-up once you're in it and then you're getting the lumps and how many lumps does it take to get to the center of the Tootsie Pop. Um, You know what I mean? So how has... How does... Okay, hold on. Before you get in, how do you get lumps and Tootsie Pop in the same... It's how many lumps does it take? You mean licks? No. No. Uh, Well, listen to the words. Yeah. How many lumps (laughs) does it take to get to the center of the Tootsie Tootsie Pop? It's a different question. My lumps. All right, sorry. From licks. Licks. Continue. Anyway, so you're afraid so, oh, that you, so you're you're might ruin comedy um, for you. I, I see what she's... But I'm curious to you guys, with, with you diving in, how... Well, like you said, it, it's hard to make a comedian laugh. How was it? I wonder how was comedy viewed before they jumped into the, the, water, the, the ocean of stand-up comedy that you cannot wash off. You can't turn that part of your brain off. Right. Even though I haven't been in a play in two years, when I watch a movie or a show... I'm still dissecting the acting instead of just enjoying. I'm I'm almost overthinking it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then, how has something like that happened in your heads now yep. that now that you view comedy, now that you've worked in it? I think a part of it is that you're oversaturated with it, okay. where you've heard so many things so many times before, you forget that if it's funny or not because I've one you've said the joke so many times before or you've done things so many times before, you've heard it, all these things that makes you kind of forget it. So whenever something new does come along, it's really great because you're like, oh, that's so smart and awesome and I love it. So it kind of makes it more, the peaks go like a little bit higher. You're like, yeah, no, this is great. And then there's also times where, you know, you just get, you get in silly fits and you just start this, all you gotta do is like pretend to laugh and then different ways to do it. And you go, <laughs> and you start. Wait, what? What are you talking about? It's just something what so just happened? S- well, like a different, like this little silly laughs, guys. <laughs> make up silly but, laughs. But like, you can do just like a lot of silly things that'll just, will make you laugh again. Like, it's not like you. Oh, that's what you're saying. Okay. Yeah. I was like, what, the, what are you talking about? Okay, I'm back. I'm back. You're back. We're right. Yeah. yeah. Nicholas. Nicholas. <laughs> My Nikolai. <laughs> In Asia, I'm Nicholas. Stop, guys. It's almost Chinese New Year. Um, <laughs> but yeah, how has it been me, for you? Uh, 
it's like like you were saying, it's fun, smart, funny jokes that concepts that I never thought about are way funnier to me than like regular like regular stereotypes. So regular stereotypes become regular. I mean, yeah. every comic will jump into the the regular stuff, whether like Asians can't pronounce their L's or mm-hmm. Arabs are all terrorists or whatever. There, there is always that. Who that said that? Oh, no, really? Come on. <laughs> His cousins. <laughs> <laughs> yes. My point, Steve. That's funny. This is kind of true. <laughs> um, no. Uh, so it's just like the the stereotype jokes become really boring real quick, right? And yeah. uh, it's topics that are always the same, like that just gets repeated and diluted, and over time, it's just like, yeah, yeah, okay, that that doesn't make me laugh anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, yeah, so it's just it has to be smart and funny and new. Like, yeah. but yeah, I am. And when somebody's up on stage and they're telling a joke, I'm already like two steps ahead of them. Yeah, yeah, but um, yeah, but you appreciate. It. I imagine also when you're watching a play or a movie and you see a really great actor. Yes, and you're like, wow, I, you notice the greatness yeah. of it, and yeah. so I think that's also like a heightened sense of that. Mm-hmm. You're like, wow, they're doing mm-hmm. amazing. I didn't job. think of it the other way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, is so, there oh go ahead no, so like when I see like comics like Doug Stanhope I'm like wow that is it's a really dark and unique perspective yeah yeah, yeah. Um, with jokes is there anything you've either before you wrote it that you you think I, I don't want to make jokes about rape or black people or whatever it, like it, are there any things you don't want to joke about like you've just said to yourself morally ethically i'm not going to joke about that or have you written jokes about topics and then thought wow that was uh i don't feel good about that no, no. i think i think uh, every topic should be touched on and okay. doesn't because see here the way we progress as a society and as a culture is you have to talk about some stuff you know what i mean mm-hmm. you can't i mean if you can't just leave the elephant in the room yeah. it's always going to be there so if, um, unless you talk about it make fun of it it's never going to go away i mean to what kind of magical elephant? I mean, let's be. I know this is going to step away from comedy itself, but oh no, if, we can go when, when people like right now the the PC culture. Have you, yes. Has that affected your jokes a lot? Well, no. Have that made you go wait? If I say that, somebody may get pissed off at me. And blah, no, blah, blah, blah. but my that's for different reasons because <laughs> I'm like in a little bit of a different category where I'm trying to stay kind of clean mm-hmm. as far as it goes. And so it doesn't really dive too much into those categories. Mm-hmm. Um, the difference, though, is I don't. I like to stay clean for the sake of I think it's going to help me build to become better. Um, not that I dislike you know any blue comedy. Uh, I just sometimes I, if if you start off with like. I'm not, I'm, no, I'm like not that. saying blue comedy. I'm saying like uh, oh, just uh, like areas. Yeah, yeah to- topics that are always going to be like looked frowned upon just right away the minute you the word leaves your mouth. I don't know. And then, no, I mean that's not the style that I usually try to go for. I don't try to aim for those like. But is let me well let me ask you another question then. Is a part of you hindered? because you can't say a specific thing on stage because you think someone else may get offended? I... Yes and no. Okay. And 
This is why I'll say it. Hindered, I mean, so, yes, like, you, all right, so you can't go that route because, you know, you should, you know, like, ought not to, right? Yeah. But, um, but that's the way, like, you put boundaries on something and it helps it form into a different way. It helps you grow into a, a so it just helps me to grow differently. Mm. And that's the way I kind of see it. Yeah. Um, I look at myself like a weed. You know, I just let it sprout and let it grow the way it should grow. And if it develops into a, fl- if it develops a flower, it develops a flower. So then that's how I look at my comedy. It's, it's natural. I was thinking of garden-esque yeah. analogies as well. <laughs> I was like, I was thinking like, yeah, like a vine. You know? <laughs> if you get like kind of boundaries of where to go, it'll go that route and it'll grow like that. Whereas like if you just leave a vine on the ground, it kind of just sprouts. Sprout, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. Um, do you want to talk a little bit about PC yeah, culture? culture? Yeah, because yeah, no. that's been a big. I so because we're gonna fantasy draft comedian. So I just went through. I started watching a shit ton of comedy. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I need to make sure I'm ready. Um, <laughs> you know, I totally forgot about that part. I'm like, all right, my knowledge needs to come in handy today. Yeah. Oh my goodness! Um, I have the guy Jim. So, he was hilarious. <laughs> uh, the guy in the elevator. Um, <laughs> The guy from work. The guy from work. I choose him. He told uh, some really good puns, though. And a lot of the big themes. Um, so I would jump around to you know 2007 to 2019, and a lot of the, the more recent ones. A lot of the sets have chunks of it centered around. Oh, now we can't say this. Oh, people are gonna throw a fit. We should be able to. And so that that's become a big theme now. Yeah. Right. Um, in in a lot of comedy um, with with cancel culture yeah. and uh-huh. whatever and um, it, obviously it wasn't as around before and even uh, comics that I was thinking of putting on my list they said some things that that made me go oh god he said that word oh no <laughs> but that's but back then when I saw it I was like oh that's yeah. funny yeah but now and it's not bad that they said it right because this it's and I've had this conversation with other people. It's, I think, in a performance, and you go as an audience, you're kind of accepting the rules of whatever the the performers are creating. Mm-hmm. So if they say a word or say a thing, we shouldn't burn them at the stake because mm-hmm. they said this thing. This is this world that they've created. Mm-hmm. They didn't say it outside, just walking the streets. It's or a hateful way. In a hateful right. way, no. they're saying it in a jokey way. Hopefully, yeah. in an artistic jokey way um someone kind of adds to all this is that the way i see comedy is like an art form right yes. an art ideally is supposed to evoke an emotion and yes. comedy is very easy you just need to get a laugh yeah. it's easy emotion laughter is it so that so that's what the comedians are trying to do so if they don't end up doing that for the audience then it's a disconnect between the two and so yeah. that's what every artist is trying to do They're like trying to develop their craft better to be able to evoke mm-hmm. that emotion out of it yeah but if the audience doesn't even give it a try to like listen to the the uh, the performance itself because right away they said one thing and they're like nope i'm not listening now yeah you know i'm gonna think about my new iphone x or whatever and it's just like i'm not gonna listen anymore oh you guys are on x now (laughs) (laughs) who's you guys i'm on android (laughs) i'm I'm not even on that i'm on lg i got a flip phone (laughs) Um, I actually still have a flip phone. Well, I mean, that'd be pretty tight. Yeah, go ahead. But that was, that was 
Yeah, no. That was interesting, yeah. Yeah, no, it's just... I mean, it evolves. Uh, yeah, I, I definitely think if she... It, and it's, plus, it's weird. And plus, like, a lot of, like... It's weird, because, like, I think the reason why it becomes such a cancel culture is because before, we used to have leftist, con- or leftist liberals and rightist conservatives, but we, we still have moderates. Uh, right, we don't yeah. have moderates anymore, you know? The people that would be like, I don't care. That's funny. Yeah. You know, now it's just like you got to pick a side. You got to go mm-hmm. this way or that way. And yeah. It's like, kind of like yeah. a little bit of this. I'm and a little bit country, and I'm also a little bit rock and roll. Yeah, you know? what happened to that? The Beatles. Dude, that's actually a great... I'm gonna bring that. Yeah, I gotta put that. I gotta make that. Write it down right now before you forget. No, I am. You will forget. Um, Yeah, and what popped in my head when you were talking about, you know, um, blue comedy or or whatever, going to topic. uh, Yeah, I always I always wait to see where they're going with it. I'm not I'm not so much turned off by the word. Like as soon as it pops up, I go nope. <laughs> not listening anymore. Like I, I want to see. Okay, you've made the choice to use this word, and you know what this word is. Let's see you make something funny. And if you do, then cool, I will laugh. But I'm not gonna. Oh no, I'm out of here. Um, which a lot of people do. A lot of people go. Like, right. He's not funny. Cut him off. <laughs> yeah. And also, to my be f- butt. <laughs> my, 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 my butt. <laughs> my feelings have been hurt. My feelings have been hurt. Yeah. I'm butt hurt now. Yeah. There you go. But also to the credit of some people is that I've been to a lot of open mics and there's a lot of people that just, you know, go out there and they'll say ridiculous stuff just to get a reaction. Yeah, which is like yeah, what Amir, yeah that is very different. You're, you're correct on that. Because Amir was saying earlier about how you have to try to command a room and try to get people to pay attention. Yeah. An easy way to do that is to shock. Yeah. If you do a shock just for the shake, just for the she shells, she stores how many to the center of a tootsie pop? Seven lumps. Seven lumps. Seven lumps. Eight seashells. Seven. Seven. Okay. But so, sake of shock. So if people are doing it for the sake of shock, then yeah, people can be like. No, that's not. That's not good at all. Like I don't want to pay attention to this if that's all they're doing. Yeah. But. I like the idea of what you're trying to do, and I, I kind of take that as well. It's like, no, you, all right, you'll say this, but where are you going with this? I want to at least give it a chance to the end. We're like, okay, I want to hear where this is going. Uh-huh. And if at the end you're like, that went nowhere. Yeah, that went you, Yeah, then you, you just you, said you, the word for the shock said, yeah. of, yeah. And you've wasted it. Yeah. And so, yeah. Yeah. It's hard. It's hard. It kind of sucks because a lot of people will do for the for the sake of the shock value just so they can say it. And, but I'm like, you have an opportunity to actually say something and make somebody laugh and think at the same time. Right. What yeah, you yeah. just said. But you just said that word. Now it's pointless. Now no no one's going to listen to the next guy. Yeah. Yeah. So let's say the next guy uses that word, but he uses that for an actual reason. Yeah. Well, the, the word it'll still give an effect, but have less of an effect because it's like everyone's been saying it before. Yeah. The guy said like that. twenty times before, and all of a sudden, you know, he bring the new guy brings it up. And he's like, eh. yeah, yeah. This oh again, Ugh. yeah. yeah. <laughs> How would you describe then um, your individual styles of comedy besides weed and vine? <laughs> uh, I thought you were talking about like I weed. Know, I, know, I, was like, first, what? I thought I was talking about marijuana. Oh uh, uh, yeah, and like rest in peace. And I thought I thought I was talking about like you know Vine, like doing Vine, Vine the app. Um, Vine the, 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 the application. Yeah, because um, I do think of it. Like yeah, because it's it's super interesting, and I think part of my brain already does that when 
when I'm listening to a stand-up and they, so I had sex with this girl and then I, I already start going, okay, it might be this, it might be this, it might be this. So right. I'm more, I'm kind of doing it a little bit. Um, and then watching just a bunch in the past few weeks. Uh, yeah, how would you just, there's, it's crazy how uh, there's really distinct styles with mm-hmm. comedians who, who, are, who know what they're doing, right? Like the right. really good ones. Yeah. Um, so how would you describe your style that you're, you embody? Uh, I'm not clean, but I'm not dirty. I'm not, I'm me. That's the, that's the, that's the. I guess the comedy that I want to develop, it's, uh, I want to develop a story where you can follow along and everything kind of connects to one joke after the other. So it's just like, I want, I want you to come into my world, live my life and see, like, basically, you know, uh, that phrase, uh, live in someone else's shoes. I want them to come in and just be like, oh, okay, this is his life. This is, his life is funny, but fucked up at the same time. Yeah. 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 So it's a little bit like that. It's kind of, Kind of like Bill Burr mixed with a little bit of Doug Stanhope. Okay. Mm. Yeah. That's good. Um, so me, I think it's because you're still farther, you're farther along than I am. So I'm still kind of developing my style. Because initially I wanted to be like, all right, just do quick witty jokes. But the problem with that is, it's hard to remember so many like just quick jokes. That's why Mitch Hedberg is amazing. That is, yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. that's what I mean. Appreciate it more because you're like, how did he remember all these? Because I can, with a story, is like a point. You can kind of get to one point to another because it just logically flows. Like went to the store, went to get to the store, get milk, and then yada yada. yada. Uh, with just a one-liner, they interchange so crazily. Yeah. That you forget, like, oh, did I say that one already? I don't know. And so at first, I try to do stuff like that. Um, but those are also very tough to write, and you also need to write a million of them to fill up to just fill five up. minutes. Yeah, of, yeah. <laughs> so you're like a million and a half. A million and a half. Yeah. yeah. So to fill up like five minutes. So now what I've had to try to do is like, all right, let's see what if I could either implement them into a story or just try to combine it one both. I don't know. So I'm still developing my style. I've learned one trick is um, if you could take those small ones that you, you could talk about your life and, and or just make simple one-liners but have them interchangeable within each other so you know how you know the three rule right yeah 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 so just do three three s- jokes that coincide with one another uh-huh. and then have a joke within the joke or a twist within within the twists so you'll have your 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 first joke with with its twist and then it, the second one will follow along the same line, I guess, with or, the first one. Yeah. And then the third one have an opposite twist, but a, again, the same concept. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's where I'm going at right now. Finally. Finally. That's awesome. Yeah. I didn't understand any of that. But it was great. Okay, so a joke is... Ooh. So three is the third one. <laughs> okay. It comes after two. <laughs> so the three, rule, the three rule is you'll always have two similar, one opposite. Right. Okay. And so a joke is we play off the assumption of the audience. What you know, what you perceive, what you assume, your stereotypes. I, I, I'm going to go, if I say Asian, there's a, and, and a bunch, already, of, right, yeah, there's a bunch of different things that you already put in your mind and you assume. And so I'm going to go, okay, so this is the things that he assumes. And then I'm, I'm going to build it on like, on like that. So the three rule is I'm going to have two, two things 
that you already assumed correctly, and then the th- and then I mean, when I get to the third one, you're already ahead of me, going, "Oh, well, this is what he's gonna say." But then I don't say what you think I said, right. and that's how you get the laugh. Yeah, and that's how you get the punch. So like, that's the three rule. Remember my war joke where I was like, "War, <laughs> war makes words sound a lot cooler." So ship, warship, hammer, warhammer, mm, warm. <laughs> You're so stupid. <laughs> but like it's a simple thing. It's like yeah. all right, you had to where we're going, and the last one was just mm-hmm. you know, took it into a different direction. Yeah, it's pretty good. Warm. I know, I know, right? <laughs> you gotta enunciate that. Yeah, no, I said it actually a little bit wrong. But anyways, um, the whole idea of a joke is you're gonna set up a premise like he was saying, and then the twist is you destroy that premise and replace it with a new one. Okay. So everyone has a different idea of where you're gonna go with it, and that surprise at the end, the uh, the pivot where. Yeah, switches out. Yeah, and so what he was saying earlier is that all right, you're gonna have a joke like that, and then another joke with their own like twists in them, and then the third joke, you think everyone the twist is gonna be the same as the first two twists. Mm, That's gonna have its own, and so that's gonna be like a bracket in its own uh, ways. It's 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 weird. Like uh, like when you look at a comic that does an hour, they have their like bullet points. Like which way am I gonna go with the whole set? Because you can't go any joke. You yeah. You can't just start with any joke. Right. Then you're just gonna lose them. You want to have a concise uh, setup. First joke to the second joke to the third joke, and 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 you want to start strong or or some people will be like, I just want to slowly level up. But I think it's like you should always have a strong beginning because it's like it's like a tension grabber. Right. If you yeah. read a book, you want to have a, a strong first pa- paragraph so that people are like, all right, all right, you got, well, you got me enamored. I'll continue reading. Yep. And you know, so it's kind of sort of like that in the way. Yeah. That and then you also need it. a strong ending. Yeah. Yeah. Because well, strong, a strong beginning, middle, and an end. And you know what? A strong after end too. Yeah. And a strong post show. Post show, right? Yeah. What? The <laughs> yeah. And then you need to have like really good after party jokes. Right. Yeah. So you just need no jokes. Cocktail, cocktail no. jokes. Big <laughs> jokes. Um, the, yeah, because well, I mean, obviously, you want to be the whole thing strong. The idea is, yeah, you want to hook them in in the beginning, and at the end, the last thing they're going to remember you with is with like making him laugh as a joke. And so, yeah. And then you go off stage on a high note, and so after the, the feeling they are left with is like, oh yeah, that was great. Yeah. Dude, that last joke. That. Yeah. Oh, that There's so been times where I've watched like specials or I've gone to see performances, and it's great throughout, and then they had a really awesome joke in the middle or towards the end, but then they end with something not as strong, and it I go. What? That's what you picked out of your whole set. That's what you chose to go off on. And uh, yeah, so that makes sense to try to put a really strong one on there. But there's times where I'm confused. Like, what? Did you think that was going to... But then it's different crowds. Right, right? yeah. So then me, yeah. Yeah. Um, Before we do the drafting part, what's one piece of uh, advice so then I can go behind my wife's back? And sorry. <laughs> she already knows. You want to do She's it? She's gonna hear this podcast. Never hear this. <laughs> this is number one in France um, and Bolivia, apparently. Uh, Wait, people listening in Bolivia? Yeah. Hey, what's up, Bolivia? Uh, Shout Bolivia? out. Follow, follow I can me. I can look at who who listens. Um, yeah, what's one piece of advice as far as uh, joke construct? And that was one of the things. Um, 
I figured because people go, my God, you're so funny. You should do stand up. <laughs> and I go, it's not the same. I already yeah. know. I'm not even in it. I know it's not the same shit as like us sitting around talking and I'm really funny because that's going to be just me standing on the stage. Right. And I have to figure out how to. Yeah, that's so with, with the three of us, we're building off of each other. And right. that's what makes it so easy because we're all in the same thing. Yeah. And that's also what crowd work helps a lot too, where it's like, hey, we're in the same situation. So if I say something that's directly about this situation, everyone's already in on it. Right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's why I love crowd work. It's so easy. Yeah. So fun. Yeah, you, it was fantastic. Just, yeah. It just the end. Oh, man. It was, I was so happy for you. <laughs> it's, and it's, it's great. And I, I love when a comedian's able to do that. Everybody has a strong point. My right. strong point is crowd work. Because yeah. I, can, I can... I don't know why. I just not, never understood why I'm good at what I... Uh, Do you have Mine's a lot my legs. Are what? That's my strong point, my legs. That's <laughs> <laughs> stupid. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, features. Strong features. <laughs> it's the same look my girlfriend gives me. <laughs> just a disappointment. <laughs> Oh, I don't even want to know why she's disappointed. Because I, I tell a joke like that. Oh, I do it okay, all the time. Uh, it's so you say. No. Um, <laughs> oh, Indonesia. It wasn't Bolivia. I'm sorry. Oh, What's up, yeah, Indonesia? I'm also going to give my shout out to him. What up, Indonesia? Um, I'm never going to go until I become famous. That's a good idea. No, um, wait, what was the advice? Oh, um... Uh, about like because I started writing joke. notes down. Yeah, I think that would be the just write stories. Uh, just write whatever comes to your mind. Don't think about writing jokes. Yeah, because you, yeah. you 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 once you get to writing the jokes, they'll become easy. But what you need is you need stories, things that happen to you, things that you think would be interesting for people to hear, or just life experiences. You know, yeah, like you know how you post about your kids. Yeah. And stuff like that. And that's those are great stories to share. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. The, you Ooh. can just oh, pre-K reports. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, Shoot, I'm I'm surprised you have never done like a book. <laughs> no, I'm serious. You laugh, but that's, I should try to find a way to do that. Yeah, that's great. Pre-K report, uh, and then that's the name right there. Yeah, yeah. And then you can give me like five percent or something. That's right. fine. Yeah, I'll do that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> hey, <Top that. laughs> comedy is a business and you gotta make some money. Yeah. And it's, uh, it's also a thing you gotta realize. I think what we talked about, we didn't get into that. What we talked about earlier about just the premise, twist, that's like a basic structure. So if you have something like that going into it, it helps it to kind of put things in there. Mm-hmm. Amir's idea is great. Write down all the things that are just coming to your mind. Like, oh, that's an inter- at least even interesting. It doesn't have to be funny. It's like, mm-hmm. okay, and maybe find a way to talk about that. Yeah. And then develop it into those scenarios. Mm-hmm. Even, and if things make you laugh, write it down and you can kind of figure out, hey, why does that make me laugh? Or, you know, how am I able to portray this on a stage? Yeah. But if you want to learn set up punchline, just take everyday product and, and like Jerry Seinfeld does and, yeah. and like talk about Clorox bleach for five minutes, but he'll have a bunch of punchlines to it. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, if you want to if you want to hone your skills at uh, writing jokes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so we're gonna draft now, if that's cool with you guys. Yeah, okay. All right. Okay. Do you know how this works? Yes, uh, each person gets to pick one. And right, then, and then yeah. the next person starts. Is it a snake draft? Yeah, it is a snake draft. Good job. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a snake draft. So it, if you get to, since you were here first, you get to pick the order. 
I'm pointing at Amir. Everyone knows. Okay. okay. <laughs> so uh, like I was about to say, I mean, like, they need to know who you're uh, talking about. Yeah. So, like, if you wanted it, it would go back. So, if it was Amir, Ivan, Michael Lobo, then it would go Michael Lobo, Ivan, Amir. Amir. Okay. So, it would, uh, it would right. bounce back and forth. Why, so, why do you say your last name and not our last yeah, name? Because no, I'm a performer. Um, so, it. what are you trying to say? Get out of here. We're both performers. Say your fault. We've been performing longer than you right uh, now. That's very true. At least in that. Field. I mean, right. I mean, that's right, right now. Nice. I mean, right now. Oh, yeah. In, yeah. In, yeah. In our fields. That specific. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Very specific field. What? That we're talking about. Are we talking about? No. Do yeah. you guys? Do you want people to find you on social media? Yeah. Sure. Or, sure. Yeah. No, it's up to you. You go ahead. Um, you say it at the same time so no one can understand you. Uh, okay. okay. I'm ready. I'm just <laughs> well, I gotta uh, remember what my social media is. Uh, you can follow my Instagram. Uh, it's Jimmy Lozenthorn. J I M M Y L A W S E N T H O R N. Lozenthorn. Yeah, that's the character. That's, yeah, yeah, that's why I was like, who the fuck is? It? Yeah. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at. Uh, Ivan Da Greatest. <laughs> Every day I try to make a joke. And so. How do you spell Da? <laughs> D A. So it's Ivan Da Greatest. Which but, is spelled Ivan, but it's culture, so it's pronounced Ivan. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, so you get to pick the order. Uh, I'm uh, all right, I'll go, I guess. I'll That's start. all one word, by the way. Um. <laughs> You don't say. <laughs> first one. Wait, no. Who's no, after who goes, you? Who goes first? Let's What's the order? The one, you two, go, three. You, wanna, you can go after me. Okay. And, 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 then, and then Michael, Michael will go uh, third. So it's going to go one, two, three, and then four, five, six. That's fine. So yeah. Got it? Uh, Louis C.K. Nice. This is my first. Okay, wait, wait, wait. we got to put spots out, right? Isn't it going to be who's the uh, opener? We could, or Are we, we going to do that? Just... Or just five... We used to do five in general, and then okay, and then afterwards we could say like who would we have for where? Call, yeah, you know, about my document. <laughs> oh, you have a doc for this? I do too, man. Yeah. Oh, as yeah. soon as as soon as Michael come, told me about I'm like right, I need well, it. I need to write this down. Louis C.K. Louis C.K. is my first. Uh, okay, that's Why? a good one. Why? Um, yeah, sure. I think I think because of his uh, story structure. Mm. Story structure appeals to me a lot. Um, he just the way he sets it up um, I've seen him when he first started and it was but oh. he's grown so much that I just you know I respect the way uh, he performs and how he tells a joke I mean like yeah everybody's like oh it's Louis C.K. but I'm like <laughs> but it, yeah, I'm, it I'm, I'm, in it, I'm in it for the jokes I'm not in it for who he is as a yeah, person yeah and that's a that's a conversation I love having is trying to separate the artist and the, the art, art. And yeah, f- yeah, from their personal, and it's no, he's he's. Yeah. Fr- I unfortunately I haven't seen one of his. I don't know why I didn't pop in my head. He, he, he I remember him being really funny, but uh, I, for Be- some reason I haven't. Watch the his Beacon Theater one. Okay, that is really good. Yeah, really really good. Okay, um, he's a really good storyteller. Yeah, no, he knows how to tell it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and and he's very expressive with his three emotions. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he nails them pretty well. Yeah, you're like that guy's good. Do you have a, a favorite joke off the top of your head of his? From his? Yeah. <laughs> Did you just sigh because you're like, fuck, he's asking us for favorite jokes. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, like, well, I already have my favorite joke for the next movie. Uh, so I'm all set. Okay, uh, the Gisanthropus joke where he talks about this kid um, uh, that's in his girl's class 
and how much he hates this little kid because uh, the mother is like a weak parent and you hate seeing a weak parent because uh-huh. like when uh, this it's such a long story but it's just it's his hatred for a four-year-old just <laughs> makes me warm inside yeah. so i just like i love it okay. i love it cool Eva? uh i'm picking this and because uh, i'm worried that one of you guys might pick it later i'm doing mitch hedberg obviously because he called it he called it, <laughs> I it. yeah well yeah um obviously some biases to that but i just enjoy because it's not just like a pun or anything that he's doing it's just like a different twist on the way you understand an idea and my favorite joke of his is i was uh thinking about getting a tan but i said fuck that i'll no, wait. I ruined the joke. <laughs> <laughs> so much. So, I was thinking about whitening my teeth, but I said, fuck that, I'll get tan instead. Yeah. That's, uh, he's a great, and my, f- is, um, someone asked me if I wanted a frozen banana. Oh, yeah. And I said, no, but I want a regular banana later. So I said, yeah. <laughs> and it's just, yeah. It's, you know the weird part is? He had him down pretty good. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah, it, yeah and that too is, his, his, his cadence, cadence? His, his delivery is, it was so different. Right. Yeah, uh-huh. and it wasn't like, I mean, he had some like punish things, but it wasn't that. It was just like, the way you saw it, like, oh yeah, that is a different way to look at that, and it's the same thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, why do you think, uh, Street asked me this, she said, why do you, why was he so big? Because I, I, looking back, I don't feel like, besides Louis C.K. and, um, but Mitch Hedberg has this aura about him. It could like even before he died. Like what? What about him appealed to so many people? Even now, I feel like you you say Mitch Hedberg, and if, if people are familiar with comedy, comedy, at least they're like, yeah, Mitch Hedberg. Stage presence. Stage presence. Stage presence. Which, no, people don't. Which know is that. weird because he's so like. Because <laughs> he was very nervous on stage. Yeah. But it it's it's part of the the weird. It's the performance. You know what I mean? Like he's telling you these really weird one liners, but he's performing in such a. In like a weird, like emotion that he's portraying for you, and it's like this like nervous tick, and you're like ah ah, but it's still funny, and so you're kind of like you want to feel for him, kind of thing. Yeah, you know, I've, yeah. I, yeah, I think it's like a part is just that it's just so different from a lot of what was done yeah. before. Yeah. Um, there's a, there's been other comedians who've done like uh, Steve Wright and yeah. uh, like the same style. Okay, but he took it and made it his own. And no one has seen, really seen that before. No one's really seen it since. Yeah. Um, right. So it was just like a, like a, you know, just a shining star. Just a boom. Yeah. Like a firework. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, my, my first one um, is Joe Coy. Um, How did I know? <laughs> <laughs> I know. Yeah, I know. He's, like, He's Filipino, like me. I can do it. It's so my I, whole life. I felt like a <laughs> dad fan. <laughs> Every time Joe Coy talks about his mom, he's like, "That's my mom." That's it. Really is, and I'm so upset because in my my fantasy of me coming up as a stand-up comedian, he's done all the jokes that I've lived because we're just so similar culturally. Right. Like, fucking damn it! Now I got to think of a different way, and so that that's a really cool challenge to try to undertake. But um, the it's just the stuff with his mom. Um, the little things like saying uh, peace for F's. Yeah. Uh, it's, I just die. Because I go, you did that, Mom. And it's just, but then he'll, he'll also mix in, 
uh, dirty stuff or or hip hop references that I understand as well. So it's not just I'm Filipino. These are all my jokes as being Filipino. Right. Um, and he has uh, talked about the whole again the the people being too sensitive thing. He's called that out, and that that's just we should just be able to laugh at each other and with each other and understand that it it's not meant to be harmful. Um, and so yeah, he he's one I can consistently watch and just laugh really hard every single time. Yeah. That's good. That's, yeah. That's good. I like, like Jack Clark. He's, he's pretty good. Yeah, and then... Um, you get a second one. My second one, yeah. I guess go next. Uh, and this is... This is I, this would be great because I, I always say this guy's name and people go, who the, who the hell is that? And I go, what in the world? And so he, he's my, my comedian that I'm, I'm really passionate about just telling people about. It's Sebastian Maniscalco. Yeah. Do you, well, that he's he's big now. He, he, yeah, he and I thought, I thought he was pretty big, but... He blew up. Yeah, he really did in the past... Scorsese, he has a movie with, uh, yeah, with Scorsese. Uh, the Irishman, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he's really good at... Oh, yeah. <laughs> sure, sorry, Joe yeah. Coy. Oh, Joe Coy. Oh, he's hilarious. I thought Joe Coy was Louis C.K. Sebastian no, I is have seen really him. good at the performance. Yes, like his he, he takes he he pick he gives you the picture, but he develops it in like high definition. Yeah. If if like if the if the setup was just you know painting the picture, he's only giving it to you HD. Yeah. yeah. And you see it more. I mean, like, sure, his punchlines aren't like the strongest. No. Yeah. But but it's the performance that yeah. what makes his punchlines good. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's the his physicality on stage. Yeah. Just what he adds to a. To a thing like pushing an elevator, and then like what he does, shoots his leg back out, and you go, why did you? But it it looks so ridiculous in him telling the story. It just adds to this whole thing where yeah. he's not just standing there, right, telling a joke. Which I think I understand why you like because he's an actor too. Like yeah. he's yeah. developing that craft, and you can mm-hmm. see it on stage. And so I think, you're like, yeah, no, that's how you can portray that idea. Yeah, with your acting as well. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, some of the aspects that I like about him and maybe other comics that'll pop up uh is it's like they're just stupid people in the world and just his complaints about people in everyday life i yeah there are <laughs> stupid people in this whole world what, and i hate them what's your favorite joke of his of his um maybe for like for just in reference to like just hating stupid people is he has one where uh you you're driving behind somebody and they're just going so slow, and you want to pull up, but you don't want to just pass them. You want to just pull up right next to them. And just go, look what you did to me! I was happy a half a mile ago. Um, he has one about being in the club and just dancing with girls, and it's it's just so it's just so corny because he's you know the '80s, and um, like that's when he went to the club. But uh, <laughs> it just there's his observations of why is there a guy in the bathroom? Heading us paper towels. We need a paper towel from here to here. We don't need help. So, but there's a guy in there, and he's like, "Well, I just took a shit. See you later." Like, yeah, his his observations about stuff. And now watching him grow, because I think in his first special, people go, "Sebastian, when you have kids, it, it's not about you anymore. It's about them." And then he said, "Why the fuck would I want to do that?" 
why would I want to do that? And but now he has kids, and so watching in his most recent special, he talks about being a dad, and so that's really cool to just have watched him over time uh, develop these different identities of his life. Yeah, that's cool. I yeah. like Sebastian. Yeah. yeah, I like his cake story. Which one's the cake one? Where he talks about. Uh, a person just uh, coming in randomly, like they're just knocking on the door, and they're like, "Oh, just oh, and, and people slide on the socks. Yeah, like, hey, yeah, like, oh my god, come on in, let's have some tang. And because then, people used to just like drop in. And oh now, yeah, and now just people are like, "Who the fuck is that? Did you invite anybody? Get down, get down!" <laughs> I love that joke. Get the, the sword. Get the sword. Yeah, um, I love that joke a lot because because he like performs it really. He well. does, yeah. yeah. He does a lot of physical things. Yeah. Uh, and then I, I listen to his podcast, and it's not funny. And I think because there's that, I can't see him acting it out. It's right. Just him, and it's such a weird. But it's also a podcast. It's right. Not, yeah. The podcast is so you gotta think like on stage. He spent a lot of time to develop that certain like bit. Right. With the podcast, it, we're just saying whatever comes to our head. So it's not like. As you know, work on yeah. yeah. Um, who's your wait, 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 hold on, your second one. I did no, Sebastian, Joe Coy, and Sebastian. Oh, okay, sorry, yeah. Sorry, yeah, sorry. Yeah, my bad, my bad, my bad. I forgot you. Okay, yeah. uh, they're the same person, <laughs> same thing. I'm the same, but different. I picked myself, <laughs> I picked myself combined. Joe Coy <laughs> and Sebastian. <laughs> Picturing just like giant arrows that just say Joe Coy, Joe Coy you're here. here. <laughs> you're not Joe Coy. I'm just a Cambodian lesbian in the library. <laughs> what happened? Uh, my next person for the 2019 draft is uh, <laughs> is Bo Burnham. Really? Yeah. I just saw one of his barely. Go ahead, sorry. Um, I like a lot of it because he is a showman. He is a theater kid, and you could tell very much with his with his specials. Mm-hmm. His specials, like he uses all the stage, he uses whatever kind of production he can. It's like, hey, yeah, I mean, why not? Like, every comedian, for the most part, is just gonna have to stand there and talk. They might use their body to do stuff. Mm-hmm. He's like, no, I'm gonna use like the voiceover stuff. I'm yeah. gonna use like the lighting. I'm gonna use this. Um, it's true. Never really thought about it that way. Yeah, and so he, it, it turns into an actual show, and I really enjoy that. Even though I've only just seen it on, I just saw his specials, and I thought that was like amazing. That was like amazingly made. Like with all yeah. of this, that required like actual practice and rehearsal to get the stuff down, 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 down. Like yeah, yeah. The, I, I, I'm really. That's another comedian I kept hearing people talk about. I said, I've I've never seen it. Let me. But I barely saw one yesterday. Oh yeah. And it was his most recent one, so I want to see the oh, one. Oh, we right talked about Kanye at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah that one. Really and good. so, yeah, that that's the thing I love about it. It's very theatrical, and you, it, not that it's boring, but it you know watching someone just walk back and forth on stage right. with a mic. He starts rapping, and then yeah. he goes to the piano, and then something shoots off over here, yeah. and then there's lights, and then there's someone talking over, like he's talking to a voiceover. Right. And it's, you're you're engaged in a different way. Right. Versus... And that's why, so my, an example of that, I don't remember exactly how the joke goes, but it's like... Um, People say that I act too flamboyant on stage, and then he t- <laughs> he goes like whatever. And he takes a pocket full of glitter, and then just throws it up in the air. And I thought that was genius. Because yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're like, you're, first of all, you're never gonna expect someone to have glitter it's in their pocket, yeah. <laughs> and so you're like, oh wow, yeah, like 
usually you use your words to make that twist and stuff, but he's like, no, I'm just going to actually throw in something else in there. Yeah. And so it's just like an example, example of like him using all the production that he can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, he's, he's really funny. I, I, he started on YouTube. Yep. Oh, did he? Yeah, yeah. started oh, on YouTube. And that's did funny. he direct or write he a movie? He directed a movie. I saw it. It's called Eighth Grade. I heard it was good, too. It's good. Uh, it's, uh, it really makes you feel like an eighth grader, like how awkward it is. Okay, not you. As, as it makes you remember. Well, yeah. But like, I don't want to feel like I fell in eighth grade. Well, it follows the life of a girl... Who's, who's I like how he went girl, that boy. <laughs> no, it's very specific to uh, eighth grade girl who's just graduating or going through a promotion. And so um, and it's like, her, I guess that week of up to promotion mm-hmm. um, or graduation, whatever you want to call it. And just like the social aspects of, you know, of that life. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. Who's your second? Second, uh, Dave Chappelle. Damn it. Uh, Sorry, I, I knew I knew you two were gonna take him. So I was gonna I, take him eventually. I just I, went. Yeah, I was I was like can't can't let Whoa. him slip away. I mean, you know, this is the NFL draft of comedy. You can't yeah. just let a first round pick go. Uh, I know. Okay. Why did you pick Bo? Why did you pick Bo? I think I've heard of Dave Chappelle. You want to talk about <laughs> I wonder who that guy is. Uh, my favorite He's joke is the one. Where he talks about uh, the baby on the crack baby. Oh <laughs> no, 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 no! Not oh, that one. No, so it, he was uh, he was like uh, this dude was driving a limo and uh, t- he he gets a call and he ends up taking oh, me yeah. to the hood and I see this baby at, at, on the <laughs> side of the road at two in the morning. I was like, hey. David, <laughs> what you doing out late? And he's like, I'm selling weed. And then, <laughs> no, he's selling crack. No, he said well, I thought it, it was crack. No, yeah. he's like, I'm selling weed. And and, and then he's that's literally the same joke I'm thinking of. Though. <laughs> and then he like closes up. He's like, oh, sweet neighbor. <laughs> and then and then he was like, Hey, baby, <laughs> let me get an eighth. <laughs> I love that joke. Yeah, it's so funny. He, the. The way he says words too. Yeah. It's not just hey baby. Hey baby. Like yeah, no. just it adds so much to it. Because it saying hey baby isn't really Right. Or even just late yelling hey baby, but because it's his voice, it's his tone. Well, you have to that, make it sound like an actual like you were there. Right. You know what I mean, like you're not going to be like hey baby. You're going to be like hey baby. Yeah, yeah. when you're retelling story, you have to like hey baby. So I said to the baby, hey baby. Hey baby. And then hey baby, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, it's boring. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Um, he had his most recent special when he talked a lot about the the cancel culture and the um, Lucy K I think popped up. Yeah, and, and yeah. The whole Kevin Hart thing too. Um, but yeah, he his observations too about the world. Yeah. It just kind of calls you out and how you view it maybe or how other people view it. I enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I, that's why I like him a lot. Plus I loved his show. Yeah. Uh, once I saw the first episode, I was hooked. He got, oh, yeah. got me on that with uh, the Black Vice of Premises. Is yeah, that the first the, one? Yeah, that's yeah. the first one. <laughs> this is twenty twenty. Yeah. <laughs> Who's your uh, next one? Russell Peters. I thought you were going to say Russell Wilson. I was like, <laughs> no, wrong draft. <laughs> <laughs> this is the NFL, I guess. Uh, I don't know Russell Peters. Tell me about... Uh, Russell Peters is an Indian-American... Uh, he 
Actually, can you pull him up real I'm quick? Going, for him? Yeah. Uh, he does a lot of crowd work. I love his crowd yeah. work. So when he does a lot of shows in Britain, and I mean like stadiums, like huge stadiums, and even though it's a huge freaking stadium, he'll still talk to like the front row. Oh, okay. He'll oh, still talk to the front row and like he'll incorporate whatever ethnicity is because he like even though he has like a bunch of jokes like ready prepped, he likes to involve them into their into his jokes. And it's just, it's really funny. Yeah. Yeah. Gotta check him out. What's your favorite one? God, it's been so long since I've heard him. Uh, I think, because I, I really like this joke, it's because I thought about it, and I was like, I'm going to write this down. This is great. And someone else uh, yeah, it way better. Yeah, but he did it way better, yeah. and I'm like, man, shit. And the joke was, is like, you know how, like, you get the same stereotypical racism from everybody? Like, yeah. oh, yeah, you're Arab, you must... You're a towel head, blah blah blah. And it's just like it's like, man, I get offended when they call me that, and not not the the term. And I was just like, I get offended that he, he he puts me in the same category as everybody else. I want my own special kind of racism. You know what I mean? Like like instead of calling me a towel, call me a dune coon or something. You know, something new, something exciting. Make me go. Oh, I've never heard of this. <laughs> dune coon. Yeah. A DC. That that was my tag, but yeah. yeah like, Oh, nice. I love I love that joke. It's so funny. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. Who's Who's your next? My next one is Norm Macdonald. Really? Yes, I love Norm Macdonald. He is underrated. Yeah, exactly. Um, from just his time on Conan. Yeah. So I mean, it should go to say like when I did my first bit, my first time standing up, and it's like a five minute joke that ended nowhere. I've seen Norm do the same kind of thing on TV shows, and I'm like, this was the most amazing five minutes I've ever seen, even yeah. though I did nothing. And uh, and all his jokes is just like, it's like a him a rambling, and you're like, wait, is he just talking about nonsense? And you're like, oh no, th- there's like a lot of funny stuff, and the way he says things as well. Yeah, it's kind of up there, just like his cadence. It's all down, nails it. Um, usually when he does come by, he comes by actually Arizona a lot, so I usually go see his shows. Good stuff. That's pretty cool. I don't think I've seen one of his too, so I want to look for... Norm? He doesn't yeah, have any specials. Did you, did you ever watch oh, him on balls. SNL? Yeah, he was on Saturday Night Live. He was the weekend update guy. Um, my head. But my favorite is when he goes on Conan, and every time he goes on Conan, he tells yeah. a little bit long story I remember like, what is this dude talking about you can find him on Norm Mac- uh, or uh, Norm McDonald if you want to see one of his sets on uh, David Letterman uh, the okay. last show of David Letterman <laughs> okay yeah it's a, it's yeah, a written, what was, okay uh, I remember one of, the, one of his jokes like have you guys heard about this Hitler guy you know <laughs> you know the more I hear about him the less I like him <laughs> <laughs> and that was in like 2017. Yeah. <laughs> that's the greatest joke ever. I keep good. reading more about it. Like, oh, this guy's even worse than before. <laughs> that's pretty good. That's yeah, really good. Yeah. Um, for my third, uh, I like. Oh shit! See, once you start getting to like three, four, five, uh, I like Ali Wong a lot. She's oh yeah. Really good. Um, she's. she's yeah. She really is a viper. Yeah. She's a viper. I remember I went to, um, the time I visited, I was visiting my buddy in, in uh, LA, and we said, oh, might as well go to the 
comedy store and um she was there my sweet and so we got and she wasn't even like the main actress just kind of there working on stuff and it was great show that's awesome yeah did you yeah. still watch her special I didn't watch her special no I didn't yeah. they were really great yeah. so good yeah like at first I was like who the hell is this Ali <laughs> Wong chick uh-huh. and I, I started watching I'm like I need to know who the fuck Ali Wong is she is yeah. she's and yeah. her delivery and she yes. was pregnant in it yeah no right the two she has two specials and she was pregnant both times yeah yeah, no, she's really good. Yeah, she's just, and it's, again, with the relating to the Asian stuff, she'll make Asian jokes, I go, ha, but then also, <laughs> yeah. uh, I relate, because I, I am relate. Also so then right. I'm like, okay, I'll put you in my team, um, but also there's a lot of, uh, I guess the swerve of, you know, in the world, right, uh, we want women to be equal and work, and uh, they want to get paid the same, but her whole thing is, I don't want to work. Like, we had it good when we were housewives, but then feminism had to fuck it up. And uh, just that whole, like, oh, I guess there's a different way to think and think about the world is, she's like, that's why I married a Harvard uh, businessman, and so I don't have to work ever again. And then, um, yeah, how she would say words, how she'll just slow down a sentence to make sure you catch the thing. And then super fast, uh, speaking right after that um, yeah her attention to detail with with her storytelling I really like yeah and then even talk about things that society doesn't deem as, as ladylike so she talk about pooping and farting uh, which is it's to me is funny uh, well how she does it right it's right yeah it's not she doesn't just use it for the cheap fart joke but um, it's just funny how it all comes together yeah yeah one. Nice. Yeah. Here's number four. Oh gosh, no. Uh, I think I have to because I've seen this dude live twice. Uh, Trevor Noah. Oh I, yeah. I think he's so intelligent, and there's not a. I guess there is a swerve if you if I if I tried to dissect his stuff more, but um, it's just it's storytelling, and it, he makes two really good analogies to stuff. Um, and it's, it's just very clever and I I like that and it, it, he's very well read so the things he references how he how he explains things um, so it's been pretty and 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 babies are expensive so I we don't get we don't get to go out right. a lot uh, so when we heard he was coming to town uh, you know we shelled out for that um, and it was just it's just fucking funny just how insightful he is about the world and then able to, so he compared um, the presidency of our, I don't know why I did that, uh, to, to getting a pilot. So every four years you get a new pilot. And usually we've had pilots who have flown before, who've had some sort of flight training. And then all of a sudden, America, you decided to pick someone who's never flown before to fly a plane. And it just, it was just so funny to me how he did that and just he has a great Barack Obama impression he has a great Donald Trump impression uh, he has great he incorporates sound effects he has a great oh, yeah. uh, DJ bit he does where um, you know he'll he'll do the the forwards right. but then he'll do it backwards too really cool like the, a DJ reversing yeah, it and yeah and so he does that really well and it's it's just many layers to it oh the German joke 
Uh, yeah. I yeah. think that's what it is. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, actually, Russell Peters uh, is pissed off at Trevor Noah for that joke because oh, he stole really? it from him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, damn. I hear a lot of, of negative things around him t- t- like taking really? jokes from other comics. Yeah, but I'm not. Oh, I'm not sure. Oh, I but yeah, no, I, I will. I want to look into that. But yeah. Without knowing whether he stole it right. or not, <laughs> I think he's very funny. And our no, he's ignorant. That would right suck. Now. If, yeah, if I find out he did, that would. He's suck. on your team. <laughs> I would like to make a trade. Uh, yeah. Uh, but he yeah. Is, uh, he has injury now. <laughs> I'm gonna take him off. Uh, uh, who, who's on your number four? Uh, good question. I wanted to Dave Chappelle, but I should have. <laughs> um, did not do that. I'm going to pick. You know what's really good? Anzi Azari. Really? I haven't. I need to see these people. I'm surprised you haven't seen them. Yeah. Uh, Anzi, his whole bit with 50 Cent. Yeah, that was pretty good. That was really good. I just really enjoyed it. Um, I just don't like his character. You're talking about. Um, just on stage or just no that you know how he like ends the show it used to Randy ooh, one Randy yeah I hate that character so much ugh and every time I hear him do that I'm like you ruined your whole performance by introducing Randy huh. mm, give or take degree to disagree on that alright alright cause he has a really loud obnoxious uh uh just guy like character yeah. named Randy but spelled Randy with like eight A's. Okay. Yeah. You get why. You get and why. He has his own, his, well, I want to see. Randy yeah, has his own DJ. That goes. Burp, burp, burp. Wow. Damn. Yeah. But um, but I don't think he plays into that really anymore. He's oh. he's done like whole new things. Like just trying to get away from the whole rap scene and stuff oh. where people used to think like that's what he talks about. Oh. He wants to try going to like different areas. Does he have a new special? Uh, he had one recently, right, right after the whole like scandal thing. He, you know, hit. Did he? And then he came back with one on Netflix, I believe. I, don't I, know, I haven't heard, seen his new stuff yeah. though. I just remember his older older things. But I know I've heard him on other podcasts where he talks about that. He was like, yeah, I was trying to get away from mm-hmm. just that. Like that's what people thinking of. Going in different directions. Mm-hmm. Who do you? Who's your next? My fourth pick is Doug Stanhope. Doug Stanhope. He lives in Arizona. He lives in Arizona? He lives in Bisbee. Okay. Oh, wow. Uh, Yeah, no, he's a really good dark comedian. He he does a lot of, like, life stories where he talks about, like, how his mother was going through cancer and all that stuff and how she wanted to, like, just end everything. And so they had, like, a party. And, 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 yeah, the the joke is amazing. yeah, I can't, I'm not even gonna try because yeah. I yeah. I will not do it justice. But he is a really, really like down to earth comic and just really funny. Okay, slowly blowing up a little bit now. Yeah, yeah, tight. That's nice. another one. I need. I have a lot of homework to do. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, once you do stand up comedy, you you start watching a lot of comedy to like understand how they tell a joke, how to start right. a joke, and all that stuff. And so when you start seeing. Um, new the same stuff you get bored and so you like dive in into more obscure shit yeah more yeah. and then you're like how have I never heard of this comedian before and you're like cause I wasn't looking for him yeah yeah so awesome yeah. now who's your final final and the reason why I started stand up 
why I made me just go out and and do it. Was Michael Lobo. <laughs> uh, yeah, right. Uh, you guys. Click, click, click. It's all you You're, you're in yeah. <laughs> I want to lie. I want to lie. The last two is Yvonne and Michael. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Don Rickles. Oh, Don, Don Rickles. Rickles. Okay. Yeah. Class. Old school with that. Yeah, all right. Yeah. May he rest in peace. Yeah, no, he was just a great roaster, you know. Yeah. Well, he was just on the spot, witty, and, and that's why I love him because, like, when I go on stage and I have to, like, bring shit out of my ass, and I'm just like, Don Rickles, come on. Yeah. 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 So, I like, become Don Rickles. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> I put on the mask. That's kind of what I yeah. try, yeah. What's a, what's a moment that stood out to you in his sets a favorite joke or a favorite so it's not interaction it it was just more of a moment uh he was they did you remember the dean martin roasts yeah so he he was roasting i think it was frank sinatra or somebody and he gets up there and this is the realest part of him he was like really the monitor broke when i get up here just my luck and then he starts making fun of the front row and then he's like with my fucking shitty luck he's the president of craft and i just start laughing because it's just like off the cuff like yeah. not rehearsed not and it was just so good yeah yeah you, you should watch a little bit yeah, of i want to find yeah, yeah i want to find everybody um, I used there's a movie I used to really love. It's called Dirty Work, um, with Norm Macdonald and Don Rickles is a character in there who's just like this um, this movie theater manager, and he lines up all the employees and just starts ripping into each one of them. I will never forget when he it's called, it's like he had the personality of a dead moth, and I <laughs> use that so much now. Oh my God. Hey, he was in Casino. Yeah, he was. He was in Casino. Yeah. yeah. Who's your Yvonne? I'm going old school Gallagher! No. Really? <laughs> oh, Smash him at it! <laughs> I, like, yeah. I, stepped, I stepped back for a minute and I was like, I don't know this oh, guy. I respected Dang. your list. Until then, then. really dropped the ball on that last <laughs> one. You kept going, I was like, Bo Burnham, okay, yeah, I guess. Yeah. 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 Gallagher. Uh, Gallagher, really? <laughs> Gallagher. Wait, are you really thinking Gallagher? No, no. Oh, okay. I'm not Because you haven't stopped us. Because <laughs> you, keep, you keep saying the word Gallagher over and over. And you haven't said anybody else I'm not typing anything in until... <laughs> you keep being proud of this. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. There's so many to pick. Um, oh, jeez. I wish it was like a 10-person list. Is this your fourth or fifth one? It's my last one. Oh, and that's okay. why it makes it so tough. Do you um, have five more people? <laughs> I'm going to pick... We can make it 10 if we want. No. Okay. I'm going to pick uh, Jim Gaffigan. Damn it. Okay. And okay. He's on one. Yeah. Well, when you pick some new ones. Um, um, so the reason I picked Jim Gaffigan is there's a lot of stuff that I can relate to him with. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I, you know, the funny thing is I haven't seen his newer specials because he makes them so quickly. Mm-hmm. Which he has like 17 kids that he has to feed. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So that's the thing. But like he talks about being Catholic and just being... You know, just a lazy white guy. It's like, oh, I can relate to a lot of that stuff. <laughs> so he makes jokes about that. I mean, it was like what you were saying with you know your first picks. You're like, yeah, yeah, no, I can relate to that. I'm like, yeah, I definitely related to a lot of the stuff. Um, I've only seen like first, I think, couple, maybe three mm-hmm. specials. And uh, I just remember really enjoying him as a kid. And because he's been where he's worked so hard, I'm like, yeah, no, throw him up there. He's good. Yeah. I like his Pop-Tart joke. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hot pockets. Hot pockets. Yeah. He has such a calm demeanor. 
doesn't really move around. No, because yeah, he's lazy. He's lazy. Yeah, yeah. 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 And it's it's calming. Yeah, he doesn't have to mm-hmm. do a bunch of stuff. It's it's how like just yeah. how he just it's so silly. Yeah, yeah. I love him too. He was on my list. And apparently, his wife like was when they were first dating. Like she was being a comedian too, mm. and so she would help him a lot in like these bits. And so I was like, that's awesome to be yeah. able to have. Someone to bounce off ideas on like mm-hmm. that. It's funny because when like, when you get married or have a partner and they you they progress with you, it's funny how they get funnier over time too. You notice that. So if you start doing comedy and you always keep telling the jokes to Serena, she's gonna be eventually she's gonna be funnier than most open micers. Yeah, because yeah. just being around it. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Um. Well, can we make it ten? No. Um, <laughs> No, uh, I like, and there's other comedians I'm thinking of too, but, um, I like Catherine Ryan a lot. She's, uh, she has two specials on Netflix, um, and it's, I know it's weird, um. Now I'm talking about Kathy Gifford, right? <laughs> God, no. Um. I have no idea who this one is. No, yeah, no, I, I would highly recommend, and it's, it's, it's just so great to to hear uh, Catherine with a C or a K. K. <laughs> you just have to delete the whole thing. Yeah. Catherine. Yvonne's typing it in right now. Catherine, what's your last name? Ryan. Ryan. With an R. Okay. <laughs> He's looking it up. <laughs> We're gonna find. Oh, but I really like. I enjoy her. Um, she's a single mom, so she talks a lot about um, parenting. No clue. And um, it's. It's like a, a teacher talking down to you. So I guess in a way, I wish I could talk to my kids, my students, in this way. Um, especially because she takes such a um, uh, calling out men on their privilege. And then there's this one bit she does where she's doing crowd work and she's talking to a man, and uh, the the guy's kind of stumble. Uh, stuttering over his words because he's like I just came to see a show I didn't know I was going to be part of it so she's asking him questions and he's clearly baffled and so she goes okay will it make more sense if I'm on my knees talking to you and just how she talks it's almost like a bully but it's such a pleasant way of delivering it it doesn't come off like a bully and it's like a teacher being condescending and I love like how mean it's, it's borderline mean but it's just like come on dude like what are you doing and it's again with the being a parent and her her stories about being a parent I, I can relate to a lot um, with my uh, son and I enjoy her so I, I was trying to watch comedians I haven't seen so I was watching Bo Burnham and then I was watching comedians I have seen just to re- remember their sets and uh, we were watching her this morning and I think I think that's probably why it sticks in my head the most right now um and I was I was laughing so hard at the the shit and it's and it's great because a spoiler alert I'm not a woman um, and so <laughs> what no um but it, she's Joe so Coy is not a woman <laughs> uh, she found a way to to make the the woman centered or jokes to where I could relate to it somehow. Yeah, which is telling of her her putting the story or the joke together. It's good. Yeah, and so yeah, I, would, I would do that. Catherine Ryan was my Catherine last one. Okay. Yeah. 
Now, if we had ten, <laughs> who was on your list? Just name the other five. My other ones, this was in no order, but, I mean, uh, Kevin Hart, uh, David Tell, John Mulaney. Yeah. Uh, yeah, John Mulaney, am I? Dion Cole, and did I say George Lopez? No. no. Oh, George Lopez. So, no, those uh, ones. so I would have John Mulaney on mine. Um, yeah. John Mulaney, Bill Burr. Um, Bill Burr is on mine, definitely. Um, God, that, that one's hard for me because it's like yeah. there's so many unnamed ones. And okay, you go ahead. I, I I, this is my list. I got going. Hannibal Burris. Damn it. Yeah, that was I a real like one. Hannibal Burris. Yeah. Zach Galifianakis. Yes. Mm. I fly the Concords. I consider oh. that both of them, or, or yeah. So I was thinking about that when I was like doing this, like, oh man, does it call it each com- one? It's more it's, just it's a duo. Song yeah, or... yeah. Um, I still throw it in there, and then these are my like honorable mention ones. Oh, you know, still Tignataro. Taro. I like her. Yeah. yeah. Um, she got some good stuff. Um, you know, Ray Romano. He's really good. At just he's a great writer. Yeah, yeah he's, he's a, a great, great writer. writer. Huh. Like yeah, you can and you can tell that story really well. Like wow, yeah, I follow that. And another great storyteller, Mike Birbiglia. Yeah. Yes, Dimitri Martin's not on yours. Dimitri Martin's right there. Too. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. No, Dimitri's not on mine. No, you don't like. I don't like Dimitri for some reason. I can't get with this. I don't like. Uh, here, let's do this now. Who do you not like in the the six minutes we have before someone comes to kick us out? <laughs> Who don't I like? Yeah, who who, who or I maybe like that a lot of people like? Oh, Gallagher. <laughs> you like Bo Burnham? Wasn't he your second? Pick? Uh, da- um, Daniel Tosh. I don't. I can't stand him. Dane Cook was another one, but then he disappeared. Daniel but, Tosh is he does that on purpose though. Uh, that his character, yeah, yeah, being yeah, an yeah. asshole and, and telling all those really assholeish jokes. That's his character. He's the first person to sign something for me when I was working at the Tempe Improv. I was helping him sell things, yeah. and um, he's like, "Hey, you want a you want a DVD too?" I'm like, "Sure." Like, like, but I don't have any cash on me. All the guys like six bucks. Like, yeah, I'll sell it for six bucks. And so he he sells it to me, and then he goes, "You want me to sign it?" Like, I never had anything signed before. It's so like, uh, yeah, sure. And so he signs it. He goes, "Yvonne." Let's have sex in each other's mouths. Daniel Tosh. And he gives it to me. And I just look at it and go, this is really inappropriate. <laughs> okay, well, that's pretty cool. That was pretty good. But, uh, yeah, his stand... Well, I mean, I kind of figured that's the point, right? Right. Of, is it, a, but I just... He's for an me, anti-everything. I don't... Bert. Bert Kreischer. Bert and Ernie? Oh, Bert, <laughs> Bert Kreischer. I do not like Bert so much. I like some of his stuff, I but feel he's like so I like overrated. Oh, my God. Bert Kreischer, yeah. He takes off his shirt when he goes on stage. Oh, is he the machine guy? Yes, the machine. The that, machine. That's why I oh, oh, God, I've heard that story so many goddamn times. That it's fucking... I think that's why I don't like him. Yeah, because I've heard that damn story so many goddamn times. Yeah. yeah. I think part of it is like if someone gets overhyped yeah. and overplayed, you're like, okay, you're you're in everything, or you're I'm sick of this. So that's why people need to stay fresh and try to do something differently. Yeah, and that's why I always enjoy when comedians try to go, all right, I'm gonna try this, you know, just dabble in different things, just to yeah. do that. Who do you not like? Uh, or who do you not get? Why people like? I'm trying to think. Whatever like, way you want to take that question. Right. Yeah, I'm trying to think of people, but nothing really comes to the top of my head. 
as far as like just the most famous comedians or Bill Burr was one for me. I saw one special you know, like I didn't like it and I saw another one and I liked it so I'm gonna watch a third as a tiebreaker don't watch <laughs> the newest one then I liked the newest one really uh, yeah I can't remember off the top of my head which one I saw and didn't like I, I no maybe I'm flipping that I yeah, liked uh, the black and white one yeah no I liked the black and white one too there was one I didn't maybe it, it was might the be the newest new one, one I the newest like. one wasn't that great okay so yeah stuff that, I don't know I feel like he rushed that one I think okay. he, if he just spent a little bit more time honing that yeah. one it would have been a lot better yeah, yeah no I, lo- so I like I tried Bill Burr. to I love it so like my my thing with the podcast is I would like people to listen to a couple episodes before they say they don't like it right right because it's different and so I, I try to do that with with musicians or stand-up comedians is I try to watch a few specials before I say, ah, yeah, nah, fucking, nah, I, don't, I don't get it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But so that's when I'm, I'm still in the middle, Bill Burr. Yeah. Um, yeah, thank you guys for doing this. Yeah, no, thank you for I having me. I thought you were looking some. <laughs> I was trying to find somebody. Like, <laughs> Did you not find? Like, nothing that I'm like, ah, I really just don't like that person. <gasps> like, everyone I was looking at, I'm like, oh, they had a good joke. I remember a joke of theirs that I liked. So I was just moving on to the next one. So I was trying yeah. to do it quickly. Yeah. Um, I have a podcast coming out. Uh, do you really? Month, yeah, in a month or so. It's called Finally, Finally. Yeah. What's up, Buttercup? So, um, yeah. That's know. pretty tight. Yeah. So it's coming out in about what, a month. What's that about? Um, it's just talking about in two minutes. Insensitive, sensitive topics that people don't want to talk about anymore. You know, it's just. Yeah. Oh, you love talking about that kind of stuff. Yeah, definitely. I, I like pushing buttons. You yeah, know what I mean? No, it should be talked about. Yeah, because everybody's like, oh, 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 and yeah. I'm like, but if we don't figure out what, yeah. how do we figure out a solution to a problem if we never talk yeah. about the problem? Or figure out why you even yeah. stand for it. Exactly. Right. Truly stand for it. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. What's yeah. up, Buttercup? What's cool. up, Buttercup? Are you guys doing anything? Uh, coming comedy? Up. Yeah, coming up. December 7th, I have a show uh, in Avondale, uh, or Awatuki. Uh, I've got Gus's... Dude, I travel, to know which I one travel it is. all over the place for comedy, so at this point, I'm... I'm okay, well, let me know. Yeah, I'll I'd like, If you want. Yeah. You want. I'm working on some new stuff, so... Okay. Yeah. How about... Whatever pops up. Whatever pops up. I don't like how you said that. <laughs> thank you, guys. Thank you. Thanks. It's the same look my girlfriend gives me, <laughs> just a disappointment. <laughs> oh.